Hello and welcome to Market House Studios Radio Podcast. I'm your host today, Adrian Pritchard, Studio Coordinator. And today we've got a special guest, Caroline Sillis. She's one of our in-house artists, artist extraordinaire. She's an unapologetic mark maker, that's how she describes herself. And she's going to be telling us all about her adventures in Peru. So, Caroline... Adrian. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad today. The sun is shining. It's good to um, sit in here for a change. It is. Um, got you today because there's a couple of things that have happened. Yep. Um, you went on this mad adventure to Peru. I did. And you got inspired to make an exhibition when you come back. Yeah, so well, whilst I was travelling. While she was travelling, you, you had a thought. I had, a, I had a ping. I had a ping moment. You had a ping, <laughs> a ping moment. Yes. Um, so, tell me, in the beginning, why did you decide to go to Peru? Because it's it's not like it's uh, one of those places most people visit, and it seems quite far away. It took me a long time to get there. I went to Peru simply because I like the word Peru. Yeah, because it sounds like it sounds with poo. Poo Peru, I like I like. Is that, is that where Paddington Bear comes from? It, it did. I saw the statue in Lima. There's a, a designated British statue that I oh. saw of Paddington Bear. So he, he, he's a good he's a good reason to go to visit Peru. Absolutely, it, it's it's a yeah. crazy place. It's really and, it's, and it's good. I've heard of Machu Picchu. Yeah, I visited Machu Picchu as well. Right, well, this is a thing, you see, because I mean, you, you, you plan to go there for so many weeks and you end up staying there how long? Uh, short of three months. Three months. <laughs> you know, that's like, you know, my maths isn't very, it's a quarter of a year, is it not? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so if I did my maths right. That's yeah. like a whole lifetime, almost. Sometimes it felt like that. <laughs> wow, and when you was there, you, you went and hanged around indigenous people. In mountain forests. I did. I, I spent a week um, in the jungle um, with not an indigenous tribe, but an indigenous leader who took us out right. into the jungle, showed us all medicinal plants. Um, right. We ate worms and frogs. And wow. We, we swam in the Amazon and then we um, fished for piranhas and caught piranhas. Y- and you, you went fishing for piranhas, swimming in the Amazon, yeah. and you never got eaten by them. No, I, but I, I did wonder, you know, one, one day when I jumped off and I thought, I hope there's no piranhas in this bit. What about the alligators? Um, we, camera, we, what do they call them? The, the, the came, caimans. Yeah, we, we come across some, like, baby caimans. Right, they're not big enough to really bother humans, are they? No, they're pretty cute. It's cute. Right. cute. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I, I, I like I like reptiles. Yeah, it's... Did you, uh, did you see any turtles? Or terrapins? Or? No turtles. I saw um, um, pink dolphins. Pink dolphin, wow. Yeah, pink dolphins. Well, that, that, must be, that must be something special. Yeah, it really was. And then um, in the jungle, um, we ate... We, I saw, actually, uh, sloths and monkeys. All the wow. insects, obviously. You didn't, you didn't eat any monkeys, though, did you? No, I ate frog. But frog. I ate. I also ate uh, alpaca. Oh, uh, guinea pig, you said. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate guinea pig as well. Really tasty. Quite ironic because the day 
before I went to the jungle, I went to like this alpaca farm mm. where they just, just farm of the their wool from you know the source of wool and not the meat. Yeah. And um, so I had my photograph taken with these cute little alpacas yeah. and llamas, and the day after I was eating alpaca on my plate, which is a bit ironic, but. It's like um, to Peru, alpaca is like how sheep are. Yeah, yeah. just having yeah. a leg of lamb. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Ex- that's exactly what it is. Se- seem, seems normal to me. Um, uh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and guinea pig is yeah, it's, it's tasty. I think I think everyone should kind of go and travel and taste all these different foods. Well, that's that's what I wanted to say. I mean, how how did it come about? Because I think you know. Before Peru, you went to China, didn't you, for a while? Yeah. So this is, is this later in your life you decided to see the world? Did you, have you always uh, travelled? I've always kind of travelled, but I think as I've got older, I've become a little bit more reckless and I'm kind of, want to go and see away from the the beaten path as such. But, you know, Peru, it's a backpacker's holiday destinations. I travelled India and China and Asia and, and you know, and now you're kind of experiencing the world and learning from people who who work and live there. Yeah, be- because I, I I travel on such a, a tight budget. Yeah. In fact, it's next to no you budget. Did, you did some work there. Did you do some f- stuff with kids? Yeah, I, I volunteered. I taught English for a couple of weeks. To English and a little bit of art in a, a place called Kibamba, and that was a seven hour bus ride over the Andes. And you realise you get what you pay for with bus buses. So I got the cheapest journey, the, the cheapest bus there. Right. And I got on the bus and there was a cracked window screen, cracked windows. Yeah, bald tyres. Yeah, and and there <laughs> the was going drops. over these absolutely <laughs> sheer cliffs, you know. And I, I looked out the window and you see down and round all these bends there was flowers and right. and all these memorials uh, for dead yeah. people. And all these accidents. So, did you feel a bit worried? Uh, scared? I, 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 a little bit, yeah, because the bus driver he was like looking at his phone last. He was riding around and there was kind of landslides and you know. Well, the bus, the bus driver the bus was driver, on his the, phone. The, the bus driver was looking at his phone. Looking at his phone while he was driving Over on a cliff with yeah. bald tires yeah. and smashed Cracked, windows. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, you get you, you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then on, on when I, I left Kibamba, I paid more a little bit more for the the, the coach back, and uh, I I wasn't travel sick on the way back. First time I've ever suffered travel sickness on that bus. Right. Well, it's a long way up and downhill. I take it. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a trek. It's the Andes. So you you never felt scared being a female on your own. Backpacking at any point? No, no, no. It's yeah. um, you're pretty tough, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm kind of mental. I I got <laughs> myself only lost once, and I uh, I it's a place called Juan Chaco, and I, I stayed there for for four weeks, and I got the bus to the next town, and I got off at the, the wrong stop, and I, I I thought right I'll go across the road and get the bus back no problem, and I got on the wrong bus. And I ended up in a on a mountain, and there wasn't even any roads, <laughs> and I had no credit on my phone, oh, so I couldn't no. even look at Google Maps. What did you do? I there's a I found there was another bus, you know, just randomly. You flagged out another bus. I found a, a, a flag down, and I realised you know <sighs> I got on this and see where this one takes me, and because I, I don't speak Spanish, 
you know, they didn't understand me and I didn't understand them. Um, and I just kind of, where are you going? Yeah, but I just, <laughs> I, I'll just sit here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some money and then I'll, I'll get off where it looks normal, where, where there's pavements. And, and that's the only kind of time I, I thought, you know, this could have been totally avoided. Yeah. But apart that from could have been a real sort of survival situation. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could have been wandering jungle. Well, it, no, there was no jungle. There was just ma- it was just like mountains, Mount- and, oh, mountains. and desert kind of thing. Desert, even, maybe even worse. So, <laughs> so, so the, uh, a 10-minute a bus ride, I believe, <laughs> I believe, the others told me it was 10 minutes, so it was maybe like a 7-hour round trip. A 10-minute ten, a ten bus drive turned into a seven-hour round trip. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Well, it, I must admit, yeah, it, it sounds like a real adventure. It, it, that, <laughs> that one was, yeah. And I, um, I volunteered and worked in a dog shelter as well for four weeks, um, looking That's after... Good. And they don't eat dogs there, then? No. That's no, good. No, no. No, the, oh. the, the big animal lovers... Well, I was going to say the big animal lovers, but... They are packs of dogs like running in the streets wild and yeah. So the, the dogs that I took care of are street dogs or Aww. puppies that that was abandoned. Oh, so they they so it was so cute. It was, that was really rewarding. I really liked that. Yeah. Oh, poor doggies. Right. So, oh, it sounds no, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um and. You know, from this journey, you had this brainwave, this ping, this ping moment. moment. Ping. Have, we, have we got a ping thing? Obviously, we've got Let's a, look for we've a got ping. A, got a, is that a ping moment? Yeah, that's a ping. That's a ping sound. That's a ping. Sound. That's a ping sound. So you was walking in Peru, and your brain went. <laughs> yeah, after a, after a few. Um, right. So. Yeah, and the title of the show "Freedom" is, isn't it? So it is. You've it been is. asking people what they think, what they think freedom is. Well, well, I, I, I kind of travel and I stay in backpack hostels. Um, so I come across, I, I came across people from many different countries, and, and you sit yeah. around and you chat, and and then you, you, they was like saying, "Oh yeah, I've got so much time off work, or I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm free to do this." And this, the word "free" kept on coming into people's conversations. And I started kind of challenging it a little bit, and I was like, "Well, what is freedom? What 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 is it to you? You know, because freedom to you, freedom, you know, is different to to different people." Mm. And I, it made me kind of really think about what freedom is, and especially yeah. because I was in Peru and I was in a poor country, and um, and some backpackers, you know, they they thought that they was on this journey of freedom, you know, and and. And it just made me question things. So I was challenging people in, in, in giving me an honest answer of what freedom is, you know, because when they said, oh, well, I'm free, I'm travelling, and then I said, well, you know, on on what cost? You know, how, how, how long did you have to work for? Or is your parents paying for this? When do you have to be back at work? So you're really free, you know? And, and, and people's version of freedom is such, such a different thing. And yeah. it, it looks... Uh, when you start thinking about what freedom is, it's a real difficult question. When you start really yeah. picking picking at it a little yeah. bit, people come from different backgrounds, got different histories. Yeah. So they might 
take for granted a freedom what other people don't have. Yes. So is it a matter of perspective? Is that what you're trying to say? Or It can be, yeah. You know, people think that freedom is if you have the, the money, you know, to travel. And and I, I don't think this is... I mean, obviously, you can travel if you have money, but then, you know, it, it's what free, people are, are incarcerated, for example. You know, they feel free when they're in prison or people feel free when they're on top of a mountain, or it's like people... I, I, I didn't know people in prison felt free. Yeah, we were talking about earlier. Really? So we going... That's, that's a mind thing, is it? I think it's a mind thing, yeah. Freedom. Well, it's... Yeah, it's a concept of freedom, isn't it? So that, yeah. to, you know, uh, there's no rules. I can do... I can yeah. look and dress how I want well, and be myself naked. Well, for example, it's like the uh, that naked rambler... Yeah. How many times has he been arrested, put in prison? I've no idea. Just for like uh, wearing his birthday suit, just rambling around no the countryside, idea. minding no his idea. own business, each to their own. So, so and, and especially because I, I was I was travelling and I and I work with spray paints, like you know, and obviously I couldn't take a spray paints and stuff with me because I had like a small rucksack, so it was just easy to take photographs of people. Yeah. So that's where the concept of freedom is. There's a lot going on in the world at the moment as well. It's been very strange because of COVID and lockdown rules. And was that did that have any influence on on the concept of doing a show about freedom when we were told to stay at home and, and Boris Johnson was partying and all that stuff? Um, politics didn't seem to come into right. any of the answers. Not that kind well, of the, thing. The war, the war in Ukraine began in February. And, you know, there's a lot of people being forced from their homes, from their families, and the men are staying at home fighting for freedom, literally fighting yeah. physically for freedom. Um, there was a couple um, who stayed in a, in Juan Chaco for, whilst I was there, the duration. They were Russian. Yeah. And they would rather, they, they wanted to stay in Peru rather than go back to Russia and be like Russians in Russia. Because they... they yeah, because they they can you know they can see what's going on because they're outside of Russia. Yeah, they're not getting conditioned um, propaganda. Yeah, you know so they they want to they want no part they want no part of it whatsoever. The concept freedom is it, it brings up a lot of topics. Yeah, um, you know there's lots going on. So you no, know, I think it's a great idea. I, I'm not I don't want to give too much away. I'll, it, but it is, it's going to be uh, an installation, isn't it? It's an installation. It's uh, photography in chains um, and text uh, on what people's versions of freedom is. So I am, I'm really excited about this. I've done kind of photography exhibitions before, um, but not on, not on this president. So it's not like this, on this yeah. kind of concept. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, 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 it, and it's going to be displayed in the market downstairs gallery. in the, the gallery actually in the market in, in the, the art market. gallery in the market yeah. for those that you don't who don't already realise we do have a white cubed gallery space in the market it's great space um, and it gets loads of passing traffic we've had a few shows there already we've sold work from there yeah and it's um, it's right in the heart of the, the the market community. Yeah, it's great. So, um, it's right next to the cafe. 
right next to the cafe and we've done we've done workshops haven't we yeah you helped me do the jubilee workshops yes we did wasn't it busy it never stopped it i never think stopped. i think that we should do more workshops down there for I, I think we will i think we will we'll um try and get some grant some funding to do make it more of a regular thing i, I think, think i think especially over the summer yeah. for the kids as well we could certainly prove that the demand for workshops exists yes. yeah because absolutely. We've, we, we've got the evidence we've got the scars of mentally and physically <laughs> to prove it yeah yeah i was uh it was hard work it was it was good though i, yeah, I enjoyed doing it yeah i mean you love the queen as well don't you i love the queen i i am a big royalist so she's, she's, she's a lovely little old lady yeah i think people should leave her alone I and let her, let, her, let her go with her life i i don't know about children i think children should be uh you know well let's stop mentioning yeah let, let, let's let's stop the to, embarrassing the queen here so yeah, uh, dates for this. Uh, we've got Tuesday the second of August. That's when it officially starts. Yes, it runs for four weeks. For the whole of August, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, it sounds brilliant. Um, are we going to have a little meet the artist session? Yes, I'll be there on on Tuesday the second. I'll be downstairs. Nine a.m. and closes at four p.m. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Told. So, so there's not been any alcohol. I can put on. Some you can go to the pub after. All you got to do is... Uh, yeah, we could go to the pub. Yeah, all you got to do is have uh, some sandwiches, a cup of tea, and then uh, and then go to the... Um, Let's uh, go called? to Steamer, steamer or yeah. Comrades. I think, we should, steamer. I think we should do that. Yeah, if it's nice where we got the Steamer. Yeah, all right then. Yeah. yeah. Right, we have a deal. Talking about yeah. uh, backpacking in August. Yeah. Um, I'm doing some backpacking. I think you what you're doing is amazing, and I and I, I even put my my hand in my pocket and sponsored you as well, which is unlike me. She so. did. She 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 did. She, she you know she knows it's for a good cause. Yes. But um, for those of you who don't already know, um, come August on the seventh of August, I'm setting off to walk the Pennine Way. It's two hundred sixty-eight miles. A long way. Uh, I'll probably do more miles than that because there'll be a few little detours, I'm sure, to shops and things. How many miles are you planning on walking a day then? 20 it, plus? It's probably been, I'm, I'm doing it over 20 days, so you're looking at about fifth, an average of about 15 miles a day. Yeah, that's not too bad, 15 miles. Yeah. What's the terrain like? Some, some people do try to do it in 15 days, um, but most people don't achieve that. And also, I'm carrying my own kit. And I'm carrying my own camping and wild camping. What about your food? food? Will you get somebody to drop your food off, or are you going to replenish? There, there are there are a few villages on the way, right? Where I can get supplies, uh, but towards the end there will be days where there's no villages. So towards the end it's going to be really tough. Um, and if it's hot and it I hasn't know. rained for a month, then getting all the water is going to be really tough. So I'll have to take my own filtering equipment to find puddles and things like that for water. So that's kind of um, quite worrying in a way. If you you know you work you're walking all this this way and if you don't have any food, um, but it's, it's for well, a great it's, cause. It's all it's all in the planning. It's all logistics. Yeah. You know, um, I'm 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 researching how it can be done as as we speak, and I'm I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried. I mean, I could e- I could easily walk fifteen miles a day. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of it is mountainous as well. Where does it start and finish? I don't know. It starts in Edale. Right. In, 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 the, Peak, in the Peak District. Yeah. 
and it finishes in Scotland. But I mean, you're doing it for a great cause. There's a couple of reasons why I'm doing it. Partly because I want to, I need a little bit of me time, but also I love nature and I love walking mm-hmm. and um, seeing what's happening on the news with people losing their homes, um, refugees fleeing Ukraine, you know, six million, eight million, half of which children, of course. Yeah. Because as you know, the men are staying behind to fight and just think how, how worrying that must be. You're forced to flee your home. It's terrible. Walk hundreds of miles to <laughs> Poland. Yeah, you know, and I, I just can't imagine what they're going through. I, I think it's terrible because they're worried about the men. They're worried about what's happening in the country, and the 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 you know, way and, that and shelter treated. and where they're going to live, where they're yeah. going to eat. So basically, this charity it's the uh, it's the um, it's the Ukraine humanitarian aid appeal, the DEC who's doing it, which is the official one, and a lot of that money will be going to um, supporting the kids, yeah. getting them to schools, obviously uh, getting them all the hygiene kits yeah. and survival kits and, yeah. and organising where they go. It's Mentally quite challenging, isn't it? Because I'll be on my own, yeah, unsupported. Yeah. Um, have you got, you know, you've done some backpacking and, you know, have you got any advice, mental? Well, advice? I, I walked the Camino de Santiago from the walk, the pilgrim walk from France oh. to Spain. I did that six years ago, and I was on my own. Um, but there's albergues along the way, you know, so y- you you don't carry your kit, you walk every day. So my advice to you is get yourself a good playlist, but obviously you've got nowhere to charge your phone up. Uh, I have got a... You've got a solar panel. A like, solar panel thing. I got one of them, and it didn't work. It might not always work, because I've realised I've got to charge it up before I start using it, so uh, that's a sign, isn't it? Yeah. It might work a bit, but um, there will be, you know, I might I might start a youth hostel at some point. I'm going to want a couple of showers. showers. Yeah. And some proper so, home-cooked meals. Yeah, I mean, I'll go f- burn through calories for nothing. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be I'll be skinny when I, by the time, I'll be skinny with a big beard. <laughs> Are you not going to shave while you, while you do it? No, because that's extra weight carrying a razor, isn't it? Yeah. When I did the Camino, uh, I just, I didn't even... I took a bar of soap and I did. I used that for. So you didn't shave either, did you? Have a beard when you come back? My armpits did. <laughs> my, and I used one bar of soap to wash my clothes, wash yeah. my wash my body. That it's going to be a bit like that. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to get the weight down as much as possible. You, you realise that the how back to basic. Yeah. You, you, you strip yourself off everything that you think that you need. You don't need, and yeah. you know, you, you, all you need is a, a couple of pairs of. Shorts, t-shirts, underwear, and yeah, and uh, I said, you know, you, you need a good pair of boots. I say, yeah, and I hope I hope the weather's kind because yeah. that could make a big difference. Can you imagine if it rained? Oh, it's. <laughs> I think that's why most people don't finish it. Yeah. It, it, it it's it, it's such a. When I walked the Camino, and I I said to you like a few days ago that you know it's gonna burst into tears and not realise why. But it's um, it, it's it might happen. I, I'm sure it, it will because you're you're gonna have sore feet. And you're gonna be. Yeah, tired. I might have a wobbly and, and just. Ah, what are we doing this for? <laughs> I the kids better love me forever for it. The money I'm getting for it. But oh, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll incentivize me doing it for charity because um, I'll be thinking, you know what, I can't let all these people down and giving me some money it, it, to it's like, You put yourself <laughs> under pressure, yeah. it really does, and um, I, I didn't want to get a sponsor to do the Camino just because of 
that reason of the pressure. But a well, good playlist, yeah. good boots. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Sounds sounds good to me. Sounds like some good advice there. Yeah, good socks. So, all I can say is, um, if, is there anything else going on at the moment? We have a new artist that's moving the studio got today. A new, you do? Yeah. James? Yeah, absolutely. James Wormsley, and he's a curator as well, yeah. which is good because we need curators. He's working in... Uh, He's done work in yeah, Gaza. Yeah, he's, work, he's working in um, Banksy's um, hotel. In Gaza. And in also Gaza he's going to Bethlehem as well. In right. So I, I think that's going to be really interesting. I think we should get to know him more. Yeah, oh yeah, we will get to know him because he's yeah. going to be working here. Yeah. So, um, no, yeah, it's, it's all, it's, things are happening. It's all good. Those We've of got you... Bex's, um, oh, yeah. witchcraft. Bex is doing her witchcraft classes. Her first introduction to witchcraft was such a success and she decided to run the course again and she's doing a a more deeper in-depth course she's doing multiple courses yeah yeah she's she's doing really well with it and really successful and she's got a shop um, yeah the witch's hat the witch's hat on lord street on lord street so so there's a success story from one of our artists yeah and she's um she's also an artist here she has a studio so um her work uh, is really interesting as well. So yeah, it's really good. Okay, um, right. So those of you who want to follow me on um, on my walk, um, I do have a website uh, where I'll be posting images, which is www.facebook.com stroke Pennine Wave forty eight. And from there, you can get all the links you need for sponsorship if you want to sponsor me or or not. Um, any little. Mount would be most grateful for because it all it all counts and that's it really so thank you for listening to the Mark House Studios podcast with Carolyn Sillis and your host Adrian Pritchard Mark House Studio coordinator thank you.